Hello and welcome to Big Little Steps Transition Coaching, the show that helps you discover where you are, where you want to be, and the steps that are going to get you there. I'm your host, Shiham Kada, and today we are going to step into the very fascinating and often controversial topic of hypnosis. So I'd like to start at the very beginning. What is hypnosis? Most people believe that hypnosis isn't real. They've probably seen it in movies or poor stage shows or some guy on TV walking around claiming he has the power to control people's minds. The truth is, this is so far from the truth, it's actually laughable. Hypnosis is a natural state of mind that everyone experiences every day, often even more than once. Here's a simple example. Have you ever tried talking to someone who is watching TV and found it impossible to get their attention? Or how about try talking to a person while they're six levels into a gaming session? (laughs) Near impossible, right? Well, these are both examples of naturally occurring trance states. Now, if you're sitting there thinking to yourself, I don't watch TV or play video games, so this clearly doesn't apply to me. Here's another example. A much more relatable one, I'd say. Think about when the, when you first wake up. The very first thing in the morning. When you're no longer asleep, but you're also not quite completely awake just yet. There's that little bit of an in-between stage. That too is a naturally occurring trance state. And you'd also notice how incredibly relaxed that state is often so relaxed that you actually feel like you could continue sleeping. Great! Now that we've gotten that out of the way, here's the legal definition. Hypnosis is the accepting of selective thinking, thoughts, concepts, and ideas that is, now this part is in bold capital letters, okay by you and consistent with your values. So let me say it again. Hypnosis is the accepting of selective thinking, thoughts, concepts, and ideas that is okay by you and consistent with your values. Contrary to popular belief, a hypnotist cannot control your mind or make you do anything that you don't want to do. To add to its credibility, in the 1950s, the American Medical Association made hypnosis legal if applied by an appropriately trained practitioner. Later in the 1950s, the British and Australia medical associations followed. So why am I mentioning these medical boards? Is hypnosis not just something that magicians do for entertainment? Actually, no. This is another common misconception about hypnosis. Over the years, hypnosis has evolved to become a leading form of therapy in the form of hypnotherapy. So before we can understand hypnotherapy, it's important to debunk the myths related to hypnosis itself. So here's a few. Number one, hypnosis is a mysterious magic power. There's absolutely nothing mysterious or magical about it. People's fears generally come from a lack of knowledge. If you can understand the concept of the unconscious mind, it is simple to understand how hypnosis works. Number two, here's my personal favorite. Only weak-willed and unintelligent people can be hypnotized. In truth, the opposite is actually true. The stronger one's will and more intelligent, 
the easier it becomes to enter a state of trance. We all go in and out of trance states many times a day. Daydreaming, watching TV, while driving. Willingness, time and circumstances all factor into a person becoming hypnotized. The competence of the hypnotist is also a factor. Number three. A subject can enter a hypnotic state and never awaken. Impossible. Absolutely impossible. If you understand the concept of hypnosis, you will get why. When under hypnosis, you are not asleep. You are fully aware of everything around you, including what the hypnotist is saying. So even if your hypnotist were to drop dead in the middle of a session, you would either just open your eyes immediately or fall into a normal sleep. Number four, this one is where most fear lies. People who are hypnotized can be made to do anything, even if it is against their will. Numerous studies have been done to prove that participants will only act in a way that is congruent of the values and morals. So, if someone clucks on a stage like a chicken, it's because, at their core, they're okay with it. People are manipulated and lied to or coerced into doing things against their morals all the time. But we all know that you don't need hypnosis to do that. And finally, hypnosis will cause you to reveal your deepest, darkest secrets. This is actually the number one reason people fear hypnosis. It is not a truth serum. People in a hypnotic state will always know what they are saying and doing choice is always there. So how does all of this convert to a form of therapy? When a person is in a trance-like state, we also consider it to be the learning state. This means that they are more open to suggestions at an unconscious level. Our unconscious minds are able to find solutions to problems that we cannot solve consciously. Hypnosis helps us access those resources to help a person with a specific problem. As a form of therapy, it is useful as all learning and changes to our behaviors happen at an unconscious level. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, feel free to share it with your friends and family and follow me on Instagram or at biglittlesteps.online and I'd be more than happy to answer any further questions that you might have about hypnosis or hypnotherapy. Thank you for joining me. I am your host, Shiham Carter, and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Big Little Steps.